Thanks for tuning into this episode of FinTech Focus TV, powered by Harrington Star, the global leaders in financial technology recruitment. Head over to the Harrington Star website where you'll be able to find all the latest jobs in financial technology across the globe. You'll also be able to download the latest issue of the Financial Technologist magazine, including the Top 1% Workplace Awards. Finally, if you're looking to grow your team, please get in touch. Enjoy the show. And welcome to another episode of FinTech Focus TV with me, Toby Bab, live here at the Excel Center where we're at, we're at FinTech Connect. Uh, and today I've got another great guest on the show, Sergey from Stargaze. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. Listen, great to have you on. I've been hearing a little bit about your journey, the company's journey over the course of the, uh, the last year or so. Sounds like it's a really interesting sort of phase. Um, FinTech Connect's a great sort of place for businesses like yours to come in and speak and network and meet new people, et cetera, et cetera. Tell me a little bit about what you're, uh, what, why you're here, first and foremost. So the past that took me here, I'm a co-founder of a big fintech company back in Ukraine. It's a website to compare financial products, almost like money supermarket, money saving experts here in the UK. Okay. And those websites are very big. They, even now during the war in Ukraine, more than 4 million people visit those websites monthly to get information about financial products, currency rates, to order some financial products online. And there's been so many uh, like incredible businesses that have come out of the Ukraine full stop. And I think in, in terms of technology, it's always been one of the, the sort of superpowers, hasn't it, of, of where, where that goes. And, and you've decided to move that over to the UK and, and Stargaze has been, has, has been born. Tell, tell me a little bit about what you're doing with it. Yeah, one of the last things we've built in Ukraine was a stock investing app for Ukrainian, Ukrainian market, like a Robin Hood, for, but for Ukraine. Okay. We launched it a few weeks before the war started, and uh, then we had to close it. Yeah. But uh, that experience we have, we are trying to export it to other markets, and uh, that's how Stargaze app uh, began. And so, so and tell, me, tell me a little bit about how that's been working. So it's about a year and a bit into the journey now. Yeah. Loving the journey, enjoying it? Yeah, startup, startup. Uh, experience is always nice to have, yes. um, though it's not, not, not easy, but very funny. And difficult from the last time you've done it, because obviously very different sort of circumstances, yeah. um, you know, diff more difficult times in some respects, I imagine, as well alongside it. How have yeah. you found this, this sort of journey in comparison? I guess there's a lot of benefit to having been through a journey beforehand, knowing the pathways, but it's got to be a different, sort of, you know, different story this time, right? Yeah, of course, the previous experience helps, but it's so exciting to launch something into the new market, not yeah. your native your native country. So at the beginning, we had um, a question where to launch this new venture, uh, whether in, we looked at the US market and the UK market, and uh, the UK market is much more harder from the regulatory standpoint. Uh, it took us three months to get um, Robert advisor license in the US mm -hmm. versus I think it would take a year here in the UK. Right. So we started uh, with the US, but we hope to expand to other markets later on. And whereabouts are you based? Are you based? Me personally, I'm based in London. My co-founder yeah. is in the US. Okay, fantastic. And then team is dispersed in different countries. Well, that's the beauty of how everything works happening now at the moment as well, isn't it? So how are you finding um, running a, a business from London into the US? Is that working well for you? Yeah, of course, the time difference uh, <laughs> is a bit hard, yeah, but uh, otherwise it's all right. Uh, 
And, and so we're at that sort of journey, as you say, you're about a month into having launched in the, in the, um, in the US. Yeah. Uh, yes. A hugely exciting market. I think, you know, what you're doing when you look at sort of, you know, innovative approaches to, you know, to, to, you know, to, to um, stock investing, not necessarily one of the most innovative areas in the world, full stop anyway. Yeah. That creates a load of opportunity for you. So it must be an exciting time for the business. Yeah, you know, like stock investing is super saturated in the US. Yeah. There is Robinhood, other big brokers, and each bank has a very simple mobile app to buy stocks. So at first it looked like a crazy idea to launch another thing in that market. But then we saw an opportunity. So uh, in the US, uh, lots of people, like around half of adult population, don't even have a brokerage account yet. So it's a very developed market, but still a lot of people stay away from stock investing. Mm. And there are lots of people who have enough money to invest, but they don't invest just yet. Mm. And a lot of companies are trying to bring these people to the market to solve this problem. Uh, and mostly people look at it as an accessibility problem. So if you make buying stocks simpler, people will come. Mm. Robin, Hood, Robin Hood did just that, but still a lot of people avoid stock investing. Mm. And we started to speak to those people, looked at the research, and we saw that uh, it's a problem of psychology and human behavior. So people find investing difficult, scary, complicated. They think, uh, I need some time to dive into it, but I don't have this time right now. I'll do it later. And this later, it, it, it can be postponed for years and years. So if you don't help. Yeah, and it, it, uh, it's very um, hard for young people to start investing, but this problem also uh, is applicable to older people too. And so we've designed an experience, an app, that eliminates all the complexity from stock investing, uh, that users don't need to make any hard financial decisions. Uh, and that's how Stargaze app was born. It's beautiful, that, isn't it? I, I love, yeah, the, the, I think there's about three or four different things that make companies at the moment, fintech companies at the moment, able to really grow. One of them being simplicity, which seems so obvious, doesn't it? But I think if you can remove friction from processes, and make things as simple as possible. That's where you've got real opportunities to make things a little bit easier and more democratized. Um, and so what you're doing, I think, is really commendable. I think it's also been a really interesting year for startups within this space, um, both in the US and the UK and everywhere in between. Is that, you know, I'm speaking in a minute on, on one of the stages about the macroeconomic situation, and, and uh, we've just seen this entire cluster of things that get thrown at the, uh, at the, at the startup world over the last, last uh, you know, 18 months or so. Yet I've seen massive resilience at the same sort of time. Um, part of that issue is around the sort of you know, the funding aspect, and, and when you're when you're launching a startup in in maybe 21 and this is the first half of 2022, 22, you've got these high valuations, loads of money available. Everyone wanting to get into the party. You're you've got this problem of being slightly after that sort of process, and and then to be there and being in that situation is really exciting for you. And I think you know, one of the, the, the sort of mantras I'm hearing more and more, particularly from the VC and the investment community, is good companies would always be able to raise money. So my view is, is the companies and the startups who are doing well at the moment, and who are launching at the moment, are those ones who've got real narratives of proper business behind them and the ability to sort of create and, and uh, really build, not based on these sort of uh, phony metrics which have allowed companies to, to grow and then suddenly struggle afterwards. 
I know you're at the stage where you're interested in funding at the moment. Tell me why you're a good company that should be invested in that sort of stage. Yeah, Jack, we try that this environment is very hard to, to raise money, to launch fintech products, but we're at the stage where we are like post-product. So yeah. the product is live, we've got all the licenses and regulations done on the US market. We've got the first customer traction, which uh, is really amazing yeah. because we found that users like this approach that we've introduced. Um, and so our plan right now, we are um, getting traction in the U.S. market, getting first like thousands of users uh, for our startup, and then raising larger amounts of money from institutional investors. Because for this, like, until this point, we've been funding this company for ourselves, raising some angel money, which I love as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, as Ukrainians, uh, we know how to uh, to do this with very little budgets, yeah, so yeah. yeah, we're very cost effective. I think that helps us to to keep building even at this environment. Yeah. And it makes, you, it makes you investable as well, right? Because that's exactly what people are looking for. You know, they, they want to have people there who understand that this isn't about throwing loads of money at something and having these high burn rates. It's about you know, smart, clever investments in the moment and coming back through. And when you're, when you're dealing with an, a marketplace with the size and scale that you're talking about in the US, which can go beyond there as well, when you're talking about a, a, an area there which has got real opportunity to be innovative within, and you're talking about a, a, a market or a, a, a mentality that you guys have of, of doing things on a budget through bootstrap means and with a viable product and with people who are buying that sort of place, that makes it really interesting. So who, who do you want? Who are you looking to attract as investors? Who's interesting to you? Uh, right now we are like finishing our pre-seed round with some angel investors and the next big round will be from institutional investors. We are mostly focused on US based investors because it's the main market where we are trying to, to grow. But uh, we're open to launching this product in different countries too and finding some local partners because the, this problem of uh, investing being, being scary, it's universal. Mm. Uh, in the developing markets, even less people understand and know what, how to start investing, and our approach will be very, like... Uh, Refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> too, yeah. Superb. So, um, as we look forward to 2024, we've got the investment piece and the growth of the business and, and sort of seeing it really take off. What else is exciting about the year ahead? Um, we started building this product when the stock market is not exactly growing too much. It's not like in the COVID times, but we see that it's the best way to build, the best time to build it because um, next year or maybe a year after it, the stock market will become, will begin growing hopefully, and lots of people will take a look at it and want to, to join it and we'll be ready with a product with the marketing channels with a brand to accommodate all those users. So exciting stuff all around yeah. for you. And if people want to get involved, we were thinking about that's exactly what I want to be getting in, involved in at the moment, um, either from a, from a client perspective for you as an investment thing, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Um, I'm on LinkedIn, with, you can uh, Google our startup, it's, the website is joinstargaze.com. Yeah. And we'll get that involved and take you into it and, and take it from there. Yeah. So, like, listen, I wish you the very, very best of luck. Thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your story with us. Yeah. Really excited about where you're going. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on it. I do think it is one of those areas which has got a tremendous amount of opportunity in, and it's really important as we're talking about as well. There. So, thanks for joining us and sharing that on the show today. Thank you, Toby. Pleasure speaking thank to you. you. And thank you all for watching. We'll see you soon on the next episode of FinTech Focus TV. Thanks a lot.